everyone. Welcome back to the Naked Men podcast. I am a cocaine bear. Um, you are the cocaine bear. I am yeah. the cocaine when I bear. Tell you about, when I tell my friends about you, I call the cocaine bear. Is your friend Elizabeth Banks? She is. She actually is. She's got, got a pretty good relationship. We just do we check in. Check in every like two weeks. How's it going? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Charlie's Angels flopped. But it was okay. <laughs> Was that the new Charlie's Angels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with um, Twilight Girl. Or Christmas Christmas Stewart. Yeah. The one that no one knew was coming out, and then they all got upset when no one went to see it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that movie is some awful... Oh, you're Ben, by the way. Uh, I'm Ben. For anyone that's new. But that movie is some awful marketing. So I remember seeing the stories, and we don't want to get into it, of like Christmas Stewart moaning and being like, oh, if this movie only had men in it, people would go see it. And I was like, no, if anyone knew it was coming out, yeah, they would like, have gone see it. No one knew it I existed. I only knew I existed. It existed because I was reading a story about the cocaine bear as we were, uh, as we were like entering the call. And I was like, oh, <laughs> um, Charlie, there's a new Charlie's Angels, was there? All right, cool. Oh, you actually didn't even know? Oh, I didn't know until 10 minutes ago. I knew it existed just because I saw that Christian Stewart interview where she moaned. Yeah about everyone not going to see the movie claiming it was because of men and my first point was the first charlie's angels was super successful so yeah. that's not and true that... and the second one i didn't know your movie existed <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, yeah it was pretty and, and obviously that was just women protagonists right there was i'm pretty sure the the bad guy was maybe sam rockwell sam rockwell again getting a little show out he gets a lot of attention from us like i feel like we we keep him famous but he's also like one of the best actors going at now like sam rocco is always great in everything i'm pretty sure sam isn't i'm gonna sound like a sexist thing here but sam rocco is probably the best part about charlie's angels probably i mean i've not seen it but I'm, no, no, I mean, I'm willing I mean, to... the old, the old Oh, the old one. Uh, like Drew Barrymore. I don't know. Drew Barrymore was there. Yeah. And Louis... No, not Louis. Lucy, Lucy Lou. Lucy and, Lou. And uh, what? Cameron Diaz. That was the one. Lucy Lou's great and everything. She's pretty good, yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not bad at all and anything. But like, I feel... I remember... I just remember this part. I remember Sam Rockwell in the first Charlie Angels. And I remember... There was a, a part where Drew Barrymore, one of the jokes of her character was that she ate a lot, she could eat a lot and still be like sexy. So there was one part when she went to like a, I don't know, like a, a Five Guys or something, and she was like, "Oh, I want free big burgers, I want free orders of fries, and free cherry pies." And she was like, "What do you want?" It was like, "Ha ha ha, she's so great. She can eat seven thousand calories a day and still have a nice butt." <laughs> what what comedy writing that was. That's yeah. a genius. That's some genius writing. Uh, but this is the this is this isn't my biopic. Uh, this is the story of an actual bear that stole a load of cocaine back in yeah. 1985. It's a true yeah. story. Uh, but Elizabeth Banks has decided that this needs to come to cinema uh, with Phil Lord and Chris Miller set to produce it. It's a universal thing. They are making Cocaine Bear. That is a title. That's a that's title. a bold title. That's a title that will have butts in seats immediately. Yeah. And also, like, that's a good team. I like Elizabeth Banks as, like, a creative person. Like, she made Pitch Perfect. I actually really enjoyed the Pitch Perfect trilogy. 
I haven't seen the third one, but the first two films are pretty good. I liked them. They're pretty good. Um, and, and I think she's good in like basically everything she does. She's, she's she was great, and she was great in like the Forty Year Old Virgin. She was great in like Zack and Mira make a porno. She she was good in a lot of stuff. And um, so I like Elizabeth and Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They might be the people I'm so I'm I'm most banking make get to making the good stuff. They were the people main. They were the people who were mainly responsible for Into the Spider Verse. So they deserve they deserve to make cocaine beer. They do. I I hope they don't go. I hope they don't go serious on it. I hope they don't make this oh, like no, a no, serious no. story. I, I I'm expecting shenanigans galore. Yeah, it should be absolutely like a parody. Oh, completely! Like it should be yeah. a whacked out. I think the bear should have an internal monologue. I don't think you. I don't think <laughs> the bear should be able to speak, but the bear should have an internal monologue. Yeah, there should be at least like two or three scenes where they just cut to the bear and he's like high as fuck on cocaine. Yeah, and he just he has bear thoughts, but like drugged up bear thoughts for like five minutes. That would be amazing. Wait, who 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 voices this? Oh, Seth Rogen. Oh, I, that's the obvious one, but I was leaning more towards—I was leaning more towards Paul Rudd. Oh yeah, put that. that was, uh, we could get Paul, uh, Paul that Rudd. That would be great. Like Patrick Stewart. Oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, Patrick's whacked out Patrick Stewart. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be... Or even better, David. Uh, who am I thinking? British icon. Next on Late Show, David. Saint Hubbins. No, oh, David Attenborough. Sorry, David Attenborough. Oh, David Attenborough, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. The last thing he ever does is cocaine bear. Or we could go really left field and we could get like Richard Iowadi. Oh, that, uh, all, these, all these options are great. Have <laughs> four scenes and they're just different people and I'm voicing them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was, the more stoned the bear gets, <laughs> they change <Go> the person. <laughs> Iowadi's been doing loads of stuff recently because he was in The Mandalorian briefly and then yeah. he was in that new Disney Plus movie, uh, Soul, as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he exactly. was one of the voices of like the, yeah. the executives from the weird... Sure. You need to watch the movie for it to make sense. I'm not going to be able to explain it. Yeah. But uh, he guy's going places. Guy's doing shit and he deserves it. He's, he's got talent up the fucking wazoo. Got, have you ever, ever, submarine? Uh, I was literally about to say that, you fucking oh, prick. Uh, great, really, really great movie. Very, very, uh, it, it's it's like movie. one of my favourite British movies. It made like no money. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's like a coming of age story about a guy from like Northern England. <laughs> it's going to make, I'm surprised if it made like 20 quid. Should have been straight to DVD release. Mm. Oh, hey, but yeah, we also, we sit here, we, we do touch on it in the countdown. We sit here at time recording 24 hours away from the Snyder Cut. Yes. Are you, are uh, you excited about it? What's your, what's your feeling? You know, it, it's changed. I get excited about it when I see a trailer. Mm. And I'm like, see, they just released the final TV trailer, which it does look cool. And there's been some reviews coming out of people saying they really enjoy it. They're saying it's Zack Snyder's grand vision. Then I remember it's four hours long, and that is yeah. that's intimidating. Um, it, it is. It's, pr- um, I, it's it a scary like, length of a movie. It is. It would probably be like the second longest movie I've ever seen. I, I saw some maybe 
Korean film called like Love Matters or something like ages ago, which was literally six hours long. By the way, I don't think it's called Love Matters. It's called something else, and it's and it's actually a really great film because it it goes into like it, it becomes a comedy, then it becomes like a horror and like a heist movie, and then like an action movie around the end. Like, sure, you sure you didn't have your Netflix on shuffle and you kept no, falling asleep I, across I watched, a six hours spell? I watched it with our mutual friend Schmick like several years ago, before, like six when we were eighteen, um, and it's literally six hours long. And um, yeah, like it is so interesting because it, it's literally like for an hour and a half, it's a horror movie. Hour and a half, it's a heist movie. Hour and a half, it's like a proper action movie. And it, it it's so weird, but I kind of love how love it because of that. And um, so yeah, it, it's a really intimidating. Four hours is a long time. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm gonna do it in two parts. I'm gonna watch it two hours and turn it off, and watch it two hours like two days later. Um, but. Recently, like last like, two days, there's been a lot of reviews about it, and actually, people are saying it's really, it's pretty. They're saying pretty light, good things about it because they're saying it's a much, much better film. It makes a lot of sense. Like I, I, I've seen. I think I just skimmed, you know, like kind of saw headlines of like tweets or whatever of like ten different reviews. Eight of them were very positive, and like two of them were like, "Oh no, this is just long bullshit." So. I have no idea where I'm, where I'm gonna put, where I'm gonna stand on this. But yeah, I think yeah. we we're not gonna pro- we will do a review review of it. Obviously, we're not gonna promise that we're both gonna have watched it by next week because four hours that's a lot of time to dedicate to yeah. to to a movie. Like I still stand by my theory that no movie ever needs to be longer than two and a half hours. I don't think there's ever a reason. Yeah, I pretty much agree with you on that because if 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 your film is like oh it has to be for an hour just like maybe make maybe make it a series if it's three yeah. and a half hours like you can do if it's three and a half hours just constant plot you can you i think can there, there are exceptions because like if you build something up enough like end game like end game yeah. being three hours was it three hours oh yeah that's that's yeah, fine that's there's a lot of time in there they were tying up a lot of a lot of stories yeah. That's okay. Justice League, I just don't see this because there's not the backstory like there would be if they were making it now. But yeah. we're, ma- we're making it before Wonder Woman 1984. We're making it before before, before a few Aquaman. things, before Aquaman yeah. and stuff like that. So there's no follow up to those. Yeah. For, it's just, that's a very, very long time. Yeah. Yeah, Benji's Endgame is three hours and one minute long, but that that is not... Oh, that's with 20 like... minutes of uh, credits. <laughs> Probably, yeah. If it's like Wonder Vision, <laughs> oh my god! When Wonder Vision came out, and I was like, "Oh, every episode's forty-five minutes, okay." And then, like after twenty minutes, the credits start, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, there's post-credit scenes." Like for the first five episodes, there wasn't. It was just yeah. twenty minutes of credit. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. And then everyone was like, "Oh, the final three episodes are going to be an hour long." I'm like, maybe half an hour long. Yeah, maybe thirty. The other thirty <laughs> minutes is just it's just them reminding you John Favreau's involved. Yeah, but yeah, hope, hope. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not excited. I will watch it, but I'm, I'm most excited by the fact that it's had decent reviews initially. It's had like decent people like because I re- literally thought this was just gonna be oh, this is just like four hours of extra stand, fan service bullshit. Like I had no faith in the Snyder Cut, but now I've got like a little faith now. Now I'm like, okay, it might be kind of good. It might add 
to a movie which was I've seen it twice for some reason. Movie that is so five out of ten, so painfully average. It's not bad. It's just not good in any way. It's just like it's the perfect example of like a movie you can just turn on and turn your brain off. You're like, oh, there's some cool action scenes. Right, I guess so. I think there's better movies for that. Like, and that's a discussion. Oh, yeah. sure. like, what's your, let, actually, let's get into it. What's your perfect, what movie do you put in the back, on in the background loads? Because everyone, everyone is, everyone has one or two movies that they'll just be like, oh, I'm just going to put this on. I want to say like John Wick. Any of the John Wicks are pretty good. Just like put in the background. I do that. Some Fast and Furious or, um, Actually, you know what I do? Maybe like Hunger Games. Uh, they're all franchise sort of thing, I guess. But yeah, I said Hunger Games because I, I, the Hunger Games first book is really good. And I think the movies overall, I could give the franchise like a 7 out of 10. I quite, I think it's a decent franchise. But yeah, I put over the Hunger Games, John Wick, or Fast and Furious probably, just when I'm like in the background maybe. And when I'm like, I want, I'm doing some other stuff like, doing some planning or something or like doing some paperwork or whatever. I'll, I'll put that sort of shit on. Or like once in a while I watched, oh, same thing can be said as like hungover movies. Movies you put on and you don't, you don't have to properly watch them. Yeah. I'll put on like a bad fantasy movie sometimes. Like last time I was hungover, I watched Aragon. No, Aragon. <laughs> what about the dragon? Yeah, about the dragon. I had that PS2 game. Yeah, I, I bet it was terrible. Yeah, it was but, but it's a bad movie. Like it is, is it's really probably bad. worse than, than the original. Just it is a bad movie. It's so it's so just cliche fantasy. Like, all right, what things do we have to tick off on a, on a fantasy thing? Okay, you got you got magic. You got swords. You got a farm boy. Okay, you're gonna tick that off, right? <laughs> now let's just make the movie. It is so that. But I was like, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Was, I'm not embarrassed I put it on. I'm not I'm even like sad I put it on because it's like I probably slept for like half an hour but I don't think I could tell you anything that happened in that movie and I've seen it a couple of times other than there's a dragon. There's and, a dragon. and a poor white boy. There's a, there's a farmer boy, there's a Robert Carlyle as like a bad wizard. Robert um, Carlyle. That's a <laughs> name you don't hear much anymore. I mean he's in stuff. Like he's he's, he's a still working actor. God, I thought you were um, about to tell me he's dead, and I was going to feel really bad. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, there's the main actor I've never seen in anything ever again. Well, that says everything we need to know about mm-hmm. him. God, it came out in 2006. I would have guessed, like, 2002. Do you remember yeah. uh, Reign of Fire? Get, speaking about dragons. Yes, yes. With, um, the Christian Bale Matthew movie. Matthew, yeah, Matthew McConaughey is it. Matthew Actually, I quite like that film. It's bad. But it's kind of fun. Like Matthew Connolly plays like a bit of a psychopath, but it was a weird, like kooky character. And like it's a badly plotted movie. The characters aren't good in it at all, but it's quite fun. He's been in a this guy's been in quite quite a few things. He was in uh Tim Burton's Alice Through the Looking Glass. Who? The in, guy in The guy Aragon. from Aragon, yeah, he's in Downton Abbey for two years. Yeah, all right. Oh, motherfucker works. I've completely forgot John Malkovich was in it. Oh, yeah, he's like the bad guy. That you he's only a, see he's like... a guy who just like rocks up randomly. You'll be watching yeah, a movie oh, yeah, and then he'll too. just appear halfway through it, like he did in John... Red. Yeah, John Malkovich is the guy. He's... 
after like 20 days of shooting, he would like turn up and be like, I'm going to be a role in this movie. And he would just like talk people into it. <laughs> like, I'm literally, he's in Aragorn for like a scene and a half, literally. He's like, he's he, he, he right at the end and maybe like a full two minute scene at one point. It's like a flashback or something. Jeremy Irons was in it. Yeah, he's the he's like the mentor type character. Wrong. I never expected we'd be talking about Aragorn for this long in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, needless to say, that's how excited we are for the Snyder Cut. Uh, but but the main point of this episode, we've been getting to getting to know you and your film film taste. We've been doing these podcasts for like two years now. Uh, really? Not, yeah, like coming up to two years. Uh, yeah. Rogue Pins is nearly two years old. So I feel like after nearly two years, it's time to get to know you, Ben. Okay. It's time to get to know what sort of person you are. And the only way logically to do that in 2021 is by consulting the internet. I'm not going to ask you questions as a friend. I'm going to ask you questions other people tell me I should ask you. Sure. Uh, So I've been been on the internet and I've got got just a list of questions that will tell the people what sort of person you are you ready to participate ready to participate i want you to be real with me here Uh, i'm always real okay let's start off what conspiracy theories do you believe in Mm. uh there's no one i'm exactly 100 percent on obviously definitely the world is absolutely flat but also um I said that joke and I was like, I can't even, some people are going to believe me. I don't think the world is flat. Those people, it's like the same thing with anti-vaxxers. You're fucking moron. <laughs> the same people well, who believe that. Well, let's get on to that. What conspiracy theories do you believe in? Because we always I, rag on anti-vaxxers. <laughs> I, but FYI, I, I'm for vaxxing. I don't believe, what did I say? Oh, the earth is round. Anyway, um, I believe 9-11 could have been an inside job, maybe. But I'm not, like, I'm 60% aware of the way there. There's, I watched a documentary, comment, it was called, like, Zeitgeist, I want to say. And it was like, oh, okay, this is quite convincing. I believe Michael Jackson definitely did some stuff with kids. Yeah. Uh, I believe... Oh, what else do I believe? Hmm. Hmm. I believe maybe some of the UFO sightings are definitely real. Oh, there we go. There we go, people. He believes he believes the world is flat and that there are lizard people. Uh, slightly lighter question. Uh, just where do you want to be in an hour? An hour? Yeah, just an hour. I, I want to be... Hmm. See, that's a difficult question because everyone thinks, oh, well, he's going to say in bed because it's super late in Taiwan. But it says want. Yeah. So where do you got, want right to now be? it's only 7.38 in Taiwan. Um, so it's not even late. Okay, uh, I want early. to be. You know what I want to be? I've I've been. I just started on my. This is a really nerdy. Uh, but <laughs> I just start, I just started on my Last of Us Two Platinum run through where I'm going to collect everything. I'm going to get all the Platinum trophies. Oh, uh, by the way, this is my third time through the Last of Us Two. I want to be playing that in an hour. That'd be good. Okay, that's that's good to know. If you were a pizza topping, what would you be? Oh, hmm. maybe like Mexican 
Yeah, maybe like Mexican Mexican meat or something. Mexican yeah, meat. Like... <laughs> <So> <laughs> just any meat. But like, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's an actual what, what, Mexican. There's like, even though I am not Hispanic. What, what was that one that we always used to get? It was the twenty pound meal from Pizza Go Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Was uh, it like alligator or something? Yeah, alligator. Yeah, it was okay. alligator. It was. It wasn't. I really actually. I'm not going to clear that. Clear that up. Yes, it was alligator on pizza. <laughs> it was. Um, but anyway, like I feel like my. I'm answering the question. What's my favorite pizza toppings? I'd like some jalapenos, some like pepper beef, some onions, some just normal peppers, maybe some that like, chicken on it. That would probably be my like. The, uh, oh, maybe a bit of corn. Maybe a bit of corn. That that would probably be my favorite like pizza topping. That would be like a really oh, and some good cheese. Like you need you need your pizza to be quite cheesy. And I feel like I I am I'm a dose of the extra cheesy. But I'm also I've got like I've got some spice. Got some fire in in, in the oven, you know. And I and I I like meat. I'm a meaty guy. I I've, I'm. I have to say this without sounding like a prick. I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I've got meat on my bones, you know. <laughs> so you'd be like the everything pizza. When you just phone up and they go, Oh, I want a large pizza, and they go, What do you want on it? And then you go, everything, and then just yeah. hang up. No, not everything. I I'd be like five or six toppings. I wouldn't be everything. Like everything is like 15 toppings where you get like a tiny amount of each. Yeah. I'd be like six, you'd get a decent amount of each. Because I'm definitely some of the spice and some of the cheese. That's it. That's, that's really what I want for a pizza, and it definitely, I feel like it suits my personality. I feel like you're going to get a pizza after we're done here. I, I'm, I'm salivating. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your favourite smell? Ooh. I do. <laughs> I do really enjoy the smell of weed. But anyway, it's, I'm not going to do that because it's, so, oh, it's so fucking obvious. Um, I like like cinnamon or like if if I could buy a cannibal uh, a cannibal a cat a, a cannibal can <laughs> I'm not gonna buy a cannibal <laughs> if I could buy a candle I'd buy um, probably like cinnamon and like firewood you know maybe like ah uh, yeah yeah like cinnamon and firewood would be like a good smell for me or like actually like cinnamon and vanilla. Cinnamon and vanilla firewood. Like, get like a bit of the, the burnt natural taste and smell of fire. Like a little hint of vinamin, uh, vinam, vanilla, and a little hint of cinnamon. Okay. So uh, now I'm going to just ask you, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Uh, just going to ask you some, some of life's most unanswered questions. And I feel like you're the authority. Oh, of- yeah how we're going to answer so i'm going to go back to pizza yeah i'm going to go back to pizza for a second why does a round pizza come in a square box oh i think they want like a little bit of leverage to for the pizza to move around you want like a little bit tight place for your grease to go like something because pizza is greasy as fuck right so they want a place where the grease can run off Ah, okay. There you go. Why are red buttons always the most important? 
because it's the most like alarming um, color in your in people's minds. Red means like passion, and so you're always gonna you're not gonna be uh, discerning about that button. Like if maybe like, if it's a green button, if it's like a white button, you're gonna be like, oh, that doesn't matter. But if it's red, it's always every human actually is kind of like um, typed into this matrix where they think red buttons are like the danger button. They're always going to pay more attention to the red button. Okay, I'm I'm learning a lot. Thank you. You always do. What happens if you get a paper cut from a get well card? You hunt down the person who sent it, and you spit in their mouth. Is that legally binding? It's in in my law, in my utopia. It is. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, what would happen if you found a four-leaf clover, like which is traditionally very lucky? It's actually St. Patrick's Day at the time of recording as well. It so is, happy yeah. St. Patrick's Day. It's what happened if you found that four-leaf clover whilst you were walking under a ladder? What happens to your luck? You would try, you would... Hmm. Hmm. You would put the four-leaf clover on a ladder to pass it on the good luck because as if they're going through that ladder maybe they're going to knock it off and the four leaf clover will land them also you find someone who's irish and you punch him in the face just just just, just for a good measure <laughs> i like it i like it so that's good we're gonna get back to back to learning more about you ben and uh what's your drink of choice I, if I could drink any drink, let's say unlimited, I'd probably, I really enjoy old fashions. It's, it's definitely my cocktail, but they're, they're a little bit pricey in my time. Like in England, you'd probably spend like average 10, 11 pounds on them, each one. So they're, they're definitely, but old fashioned is probably my, one of my drinks choice. Also, I'm partial to say like a, I quite like gin and tonic. I quite like, um, Oh, like Malibu. Malibu is pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. Th those, those are my drinks. I, I like those drinks. Okay. And again, into the most serious question I'm going to ask you: What's the largest mammal that you think you could knock out with one punch? Oh, okay. this is a big question. It is a big question. Maybe like a hyena. <laughs> <laughs> Random one. <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking, I, I went to cat and I was like, I could definitely do that. A dog, yeah, even even big dogs, even like a St. Bernard, I, I reckon I could probably knock that out one punch, but it's got to be a good punch. It's like, what's my best punch? And I reckon I could probably knock out a hyena in one punch. Because they're not that big. They're, they're basically the same size as dogs, or like an average dog, but they're, they're quite fast, you know, and they're quite vicious. A lion, no way. Like, if there is a video in the world of someone knocking out a lion, please. I, I am I am so against animal cruelty, but I would watch that. That's a yeah, that's a big question because I don't even know. Do the hyenas even go unconscious? Like do do animals I think consciousness everything... work in the same way as ours? I think every animal can go unconscious. Like I want like fish can go unconscious, I'm pretty sure, right? Like birds can go unconscious. Like I'm pretty sure I've seen some unconscious birds in my life. You know? I'm pretty. I feel like. <laughs> don't know why. <laughs> I feel like I've seen some unconscious birds. 
And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure like birds have just like flied into my windows a couple of times and been like, oh, they're they're not dead, they're just unconscious. So I think unconsciousness works in the same way as it does with humans. Interesting. Uh, now I want you to put your come dine with me menu together. Oh, so for those who don't know what come dine with me is, is a cookery show between like strangers and mm. each one in turn hosts a party and they have to deliver yeah. like they have to deliver a starter, a main and a dessert, also some entertainment. Um, mm. I want you to put that together. Okay, okay. This, this might take me a minute, I'm not gonna lie. So uh I might go in a weird section. So dessert, I think I would do you know what I do actually starter because I live in Taiwan and it's a pretty delicious thing. So I'm gonna do uh, dan bing, which is basically just like an egg pancake with like egg and cheese in it. You can, there's there's a lot of different dan. There's like chicken, bacon, uh, sort of dan bing. There's, there's a lot of different dan bings, but dan bing is one of my favorite Taiwan foods here. And it's a lot of the time I just have it breakfast for like like eleven o'clock, and it's it's really good. Like I think a lot of people would like it. Cause it's just like a, a savory pancake with cheese and um, cheese and egg most of the time, and I like it's it's a little bit different. Like, and I think that to be to bring multicultural sort of thing to to a uh, is very good. Um, so Maine, Maine. Ooh, what do I do, Maine? This, this is tough. Yeah, I think because of because of my heritage, because of because of the where where who I am as a person, because of my favorite meal, I'd have to do like a pasta dish. I'd have to. I'd make spaghetti. I'd make spaghetti, which is spicy chili pasta. But I'd put like a lot of extra. I put onions in it, which is based my spaghetti, which is probably the most cooked meal I've ever made, which is just kind of spaghetti with chili sauce and cheese. But but most of the time it's extras, you know. So I'd make, I put some jalapenos in it, put some just normal peppers, put some onions in it, put some mushrooms in it probably. And I'd make, I'd put probably like um, steak, but it wouldn't be, it'd be like Japanese steak in it. And it'd be, yeah, so I'd make it a bit fancy, you know, put some maybe Japanese, get get a little bit of, get a little bit of the Asian culture in in it. Because Japanese steak is actually really, really good. Like it's one thing like, and there's great steak in the UK, like we love steak. There's great steak in the US. Japanese steak is like, oh, what's it called? Uh, there's a certain word for it, which I completely am blanking. I want to say Wifu or Wailu steak or something. There, there's a certain type of steak from cows in Japan, which is beautiful. Like it's really good. Um, I know, and it, it was only available to me in Taiwan. So yeah, I'd probably have that. I'd probably have that type of steak in it as well. So yeah, and ooh, oh, I'd put a bit, a little bit of garlic in it, a little bit, uh, a little bit. Then you know what? I put a little bit of cinnamon in it. Fuck it. Oh to go a bit just, mental. just everything in your kitchen. Just in, <laughs> All the spices. What, yeah. What's for dessert? What's for dessert? Dessert. Hmm, I do. I like dessert, but I'm not the craziest dessert guy in the world. My favorite dessert is probably cheese and tiramisu, like a cheesecake and tiramisu. Those are my favorite two desserts. I'd probably do, yeah, well, I'd just do a tiramisu top with obviously like a cream cheese sort of filling in it. I'd do a tiramisu cheesecake. 
And what about entertainment? Entertainment, I'd probably get like a like a really oh a magician that turns <laughs> into a stripper. <laughs> I'd get you. <laughs> you get me. That's good. I like it. Uh, mm. Last two questions for you. Uh, is a hot dog uh, a sandwich? It's between bread. So I, I I actually really don't like hot dogs. I've never been a fan of them. I've never and it, like I they're okay with like a shit ton of mustard and ketchup. But like I really hate frankfurters as a, as a food. But um, but I've eaten like probably twenty in my life. You know? But definitively, are they a sandwich? I want to say in the yes. naked men canon. Yes, they are. They are sandwiches. There we go. Technically, they are sandwich because they're between bread, right? It's between, it's a bread. I think anything that's between bread can be classified as a sandwich. Okay. Okay. And the last question, and this isn't on the list, but uh, you need to answer it honestly and with sincerity. What would be your melee weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? There's history to this question. <laughs> but wrong, wrong history, I just want to point out. Wrong but I would, can I have like, so do I have some? Do I have to have something that is in just one hand or two hands? It can be a two hand as long as it's a melee weapon. Or but melee. can I have one thing in one hand and one thing in the other? Yeah, sure. Why not? My melee would probably be a shield and a mace. A shield and a mace. That's a good one. Yeah, because, because obviously you can back them up when you push them away with the shield. With a mace, you can just be like, maces are perfect for just destroying heads, right? They're just be like, bam, bam, bam. Like, you, thank you, man. You're going to get him in one hit. Those are, those are great weapons. Yeah. Like, I would survive a long time in a zombie apocalypse. Do you know what's weird, like, if I go a bit of a tangent? You know what's weird about me? One of the weirdest things about me is Loads whenever I... Well, there is a lot of things. <laughs> one of the weirdest things about me is whenever I enter, like, a new environment... I always assess it of how good it would be in like a zombie apocalypse. Like this is something I do every single time I go into a new environment. Not uh, like not gonna lie. Like we were talking about like I went with um, I went a trip with my girlfriend to a lot of different areas over last weekend, and every time I was like, how would like how would you survive in there? What would be your gate, your perimeter? Where would you sleep? You know, I do this every single time I enter a, a new environment, and I don't know why. But it's always fun for me. I think a, I think a lot of people do that. Yeah. Uh, just in just in general, like I always used to do that. Like the place where 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 I, where I used to live, uh, back where where we're from in Essex, that was perfect. Yeah. I think the only problem was there's a lot of other people in that building, but it was a was very quite... secure building. Yeah, you have to get up steps. Steps are a big thing. Steps are a huge thing. You barricade steps, but then you've got the risk. You've got to be able to get in and out quickly for food. Like, we should, I'm sure we, we, we need to do this in the future now. We need to assess places for, yeah. I think everyone should, because, look, we got close. We got close this last year to an apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. Your people, you, you people need to be ready. But, uh, Ben, do you feel like the people know you better now? Oh yeah, for sure. Like uh, some of my deepest, darkest secrets are online right now. Oh, I guess there's only the only question left to ask is: Would a fly without wings be called a walk? <sighs> It'd be called a crawl. 
I want to say. Because, I don't know, yeah, because I feel like flies crawl and they don't walk. How many legs have flies got? Six. Yeah, you're probably right. Because spiders crawl. And yeah. They've got eight legs. But and they're dogs, always like, but on the back. Dogs walk yeah. and they've got yeah. four. Insects, except the promantis, is always on his back. On their back. What? Insects in general, except the prey mantis, are always on their backs. What's well, so ants are always on their back? Yeah, you think, you think about the way they compared to us, we're always on like our hind legs, right? If you think about how a mosquito and ants, they're always just like crouched down or a butterfly. Whenever they're on, they're always just like pushing. They're always on their backs, right? Okay. <laughs> Someone explain that to me at rogue underscore. Like spiders, like if you think if spiders you... aren't always on their backs. Yeah, how are they not? Because they're just crawling along on their legs. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like they're, they're like on their, that's their tummy though. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Or it was in their tummy. They're always like compared to us humans, they're always like on their tummy. They always look like they're crawling. Yeah, but th- does that mean that dogs and cats crawl? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They walk. You take your dog for a walk. You don't take your dog for a crawl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah true. What about so, slugs like, who have no legs? They're just they're just humping the ground. <laughs> they're just fucking the ground. <laughs> they're always fucking the horny. <laughs> oh well, guys. We hope you know Ben a little bit better. We'll be back next week with. Uh, I guess we'll let you know how we got on with Sorry, Justice League, but there will be. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, that'll be back next week. We, yeah, definitely comes out on my birthday. So yeah, there'll be lots to talk about. Ah, that'll be Ben's birthday. Will be. Oh, well, there we are, guys. But thank okay, you very much for listening. You can find me at Rogue underscore Opinion. Uh, you can find me at Nathan Greenaway. You can find my other podcast, That Ain't Sport, at That Ain't Sport on Twitter or That Ain't Sport wherever you, you search for. The second episode's up and it went uh, it went really well. So we're starting to find our feet uh, over there with that. I'm also on Project Dits every weekend talking football or soccer, if you're so inclined, uh, at Project D-I-T-S on Plus at a Time. Uh, ben, where can people find you? And uh, uh, ben, what are you getting for your birthday? Uh, I don't know. Like uh, My girlfriend got me a, a, a um, what do you call it, like a... Like a smoothie maker, like a uh, a shredder. What's the word for it? A blender. A blender. blender. And I'm loving the chill out of it. But I don't know what else I'm going to get for my birthday. But I guess time will tell.